You're listening to another edition of the Half Donut Podcast with Brent Mason and Thaddeus Winston. This podcast is brought to you by Humanity Health CBD. Learn more about the world of hemp and plant-based wellness at HumanityHealthCBD.com. Humanity Health CBD, where health is our middle name. Hey folks, uh, on today's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about, or I'm going to introduce to you Thaddeus Winston. Uh, We're going to hear about Thad's journey and how he got to where he is today. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about this next exciting phase of his health journey. And then we got some free stuff for you guys. So I'm going to start this off. Um, And, you know, you guys know Thad. You know, he's been in the store. Uh, I met Thad back in 2018. I think we we established. Yeah. Um, we opened a store in 2000 of eight, December 2018. And so for the first year of 2019, I worked a store every day by myself. Um, Tracy would come in and help, obviously. Uh, our son Logan would come in and fill in for some hours to help uh, if we needed to be away from the store. But basically, I was here 99% of the time by myself. Um, and then we started looking for someone to come in and, and help out. Uh, to give me some time to do some other things. And I knew Thad through one of our other sons, Kale. Um, Thad uh, had lived with Kale. I was, I was working with, I guess you were working with Kale at the time at GNC. Uh, yeah. When we needed, when, yeah. We, before you weren't work, living with him yet, you were still working at GNC when you first, picking up some extra hours. And so you came down and, and started helping us out. Yeah. <laughs> Little did I know that... Damn it, Brent. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Yeah, it's all good. Um, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um, a diamond in the rough. A diamond in the rough. No doubt. Damn it, Thaddeus. What What in the world? Ouch. All right, we should keep, try this keep again. Keep it together. <laughs> oh, Paul's telling us to Thanks, keep it together. We get it. Yeah. We got it, buddy. We got it. Okay. 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 Yes, truly, man. Uh, a super, a super great person. Um, you know, like I said, we were looking for a part-timer. Um, did I anticipate finding a lifetimer? Man, I hope. I hope. Um, you got me, man. <laughs> good. Good. Had you had a hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Um, so, so yeah, anyway, enough of this uh, bro-fest crying on my behalf. Um, I, I want you guys, I want to introduce to you guys, Thaddeus Winston. Um, tell us who you are, buddy. Tell yeah. us how you got here. God, God damn it. Now I'm I got to, good. I don't got to try to keep together. Woo. Paul's telling us we got to keep together. All right, The Paul. Batman slapping Batman emoji. And Robin. That's right, brother. Batman and Robin. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I will do my best to keep it together and I will tell, no, no, it's fine. I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm just, I'm barely holding it back in all honesty. So, um, my journey, I won't go all the way back to, you know, birth, but I'll start to where I think really it's important to know why, why what we're doing is so important. So back in, right before I moved here, um, I graduated high school in 2016. Uh, high school was, 
hit or it was it was it was good, but also it was a time where I I struggled a lot mentally. Um, I don't know if it's genetics or just you know environment growing up. I don't know exactly, but I know that during that time I struggled mentally with depression um, to the point of even suicidal ideology. Um, and so it was it was a dark time. But I had sports and football. Um, that was my saving grace. I I identified with being a football player. Um, my dad grew um, grew up playing football was a legend at uh, you know Newark High, and he actually was All-American at Denison University when we went to college. And so I wanted, to, I wanted to be like that. I wanted to take it a step further, though. I wanted to go D1. That was my, that was my dream, go D1, play uh, college football. And it honestly looked like it, I had a pretty good shot um, playing high school football. Our, our high school team was pretty good. My senior year wasn't great, but I had had enough um, prospects, people looking at me, that uh, my junior year when we were really good that senior year I had a really good year personally team wasn't great but I had I had some good shots of you know going and playing some um, potentially D1 football um, but little did I know that I had I had injured myself sophomore year in high school and thought it was nothing it was my shoulder I thought it was nothing nothing of it I just was like oh it hurts here and there whatever and whenever I was training to go play division one football I couldn't get my numbers to go up past a certain um it was my bench press I couldn't get it to go up I think it was like past like 270 or something like that which for my physical strength and other lifts I was like low and for playing d1 football that's like it's, that's not enough right to, to be on yeah. defense and to right. be be able to perform and so i kept training and training and training and nothing got better and every, all my other lifts were going up except for that one lift so my trainer at the time he was like you might want to go get it checked out and basically long story short i was missing a quarter of my shoulder socket it was gone i had partially dislocated my shoulder during uh, i think it was like um the first day of contact my sophomore year i remember the hit exactly the the guy ran through my arm and i, I remember it hurt really bad but it was okay because I guess I have a really high pain tolerance. And so I played two years of varsity ball with a broken shoulder. And every time I'd make contact, basically, it would partially dislocate and it would come back in. And as it came in, it would chip away at my shoulder socket. And so they did the whole surgery and they said when they did it, they scooped out a bunch of mush where my shoulder socket used to be. And so it was an open surgery. I have a huge six inch scar from there to there now. And it was pretty, uh, the recovery was intense. Uh, yeah. so intense that they prescribed me, uh, like oxys and stuff like that. And that was probably the start of the, the decline. <laughs> in all honesty, I, I got hooked on pain meds. What, how old? You're 18, 19? 18 years 18? old, 18. 18 years old, hooked on pain meds. <laughs> it was bad, man. Honestly, I remember one time cause I, I being a stupid 18 year old kid, I'd use them as like for fun and I would share them with my friends. I remember one time this is bad. I don't want to share all details, but I took way too much and they were all like, what the hell? And I was, I was fine, but it was, it was at that time where they all kind of looked at me and they're like, what is going on? And I got off of that eventually because, you know, you don't get prescribed pain meds forever, but the, the withdrawal for that was insane. If I didn't have, I already had mental, let's you say something real quick. No, I'm just going to say, I mean, you're 18 years old, you know, I mean, you're going through high school, you're a stud in high school. You know, and all of a sudden now you can't do what you normally would do, right? So everybody yeah. would look at you, and and you've got this medication that makes you kind of forget about that. It makes the pain go away and forget about that. Yeah. And the more you take it, the more you forget about it. The more it's. I mean, I'm just saying, it is an easy story, right? I mean, yeah. I tell, I can promise you that the uh, that most people are listening to this 
have that same story in their life, whether it's them, whether they've experienced it or somebody inside of them, it's that crazy opioid thing. And you're 18 yeah. years old. You're, 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 you started down this path. So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. To yeah, no, but, I mean, it, it was, it was a dark time. It was a dark time. And like I said, I had, I already had issues with depression and all that. And then after going through this, you know, withdrawal of this drug, it, it made it 10 times worse to the point where I went to college and I, I, I went to college, but I didn't go to college. I went there and I just partied the entire time because I had to got to the point where I was like, my <laughs> life has no meaning. I don't care about anything. And I turned into this selfish asshole in all honesty. And I, did, I just didn't care. I didn't care about anything. People were worried about me. They'd reach out, ask me how I was doing. Um, but I didn't care. I, to me, like all that was just like, they didn't actually care. They were just like my parents, right? You know, you think your parents, like they have to care, right? And so I know, I know now looking back that they were genuinely worried and they were reaching out because they do honestly care about me. It's not just because they're my parents and they have to. But at the time, that's what I tell myself, you know, being a, a stupid 18-year-old punk. <laughs> what, what, why didn't you care? About, well, it, care about what? Life. Honestly, like yeah. it was, it was to the point where like, I already, like I said, I already had suicidal ideology. And during that time, there was a couple, honestly, a couple times where it, it got close and, um, I'm thankful for the people I had at the time that helped me realize that that's not the way to do it because, you know, it's, I'm glad where I'm at now. So just before I break down, I'm not gonna go too much too. further than that. We, we, yeah. we are too. We are too. Yeah, so, we are too. So, we are too. um, to the next point of life, um, so yeah, talk about the change, right? So, yes. So saw where you're at. So what what changed? How did you change? What changed? Was did, yeah. did a star hit you from the sky? Did you have a you know? Did somebody did somebody you know show up? Yeah. And from Joe Rogan spaceship and say, "Whoa, here it is." I mean, what yeah. what changed? You know, the big the big change for me was the change in my environment. I moved out here to Indiana because I grew up in Ohio. All that stuff happened in Ohio, and I moved out here in Indiana. Um, after a, a bunch of crazy crap because of all of the stuff I was doing. And basically I was here and I had no one. I was actually, I wasn't alone. I had my family. I shouldn't say I had no one, but it was like, I didn't have all the, the negative influence that I had prior because during that time I didn't care. It was, uh, I had like a house that no one was ever at. So like people would, people would use me basically. And I, I didn't care that they were using me because I felt like, oh, at least I was providing value to someone else's happiness because I couldn't provide out value to my own. Um, but I got out of that situation, came here, and really, honestly, I didn't know what to do. Still kind of felt purposeless, but I was like, hey, this is an opportunity for a new start. Uh, so the first thing I did, uh, once again, didn't feel like I had any value. Um, during this whole phase of me going from high school to this point, it was only about a year. But in that year, because of all the drinking, because of all the partying and stuff like that, I let myself go. I was a little out of shape. Um, and it, it got to the point where I felt like I couldn't get the attention of girls that I used to because of the way I looked. And so I decided to try to fix that. And that was the start of my health and fitness journey as, as, as kind of lame as it sounds. I just wanted to look good for girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that sounds lame. I mean, obviously sure. I, I think it's, you know, I think it means you wanted to, I think it means you wanted to uh, look good and feel confident in yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it, of course, yeah. of course. Um, I mean, obviously there's, you know, the other side of that too, you know, yeah. the sexuality of it and, and wanting, wanting to feel sexy and wanting to feel somebody that, you know, appreciate it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a lot of motivation for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. 
it gotcha. So, but keep going. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that's so how it far, started. So what you were saying, yeah, as far as you were saying, is kind of how you started it. And, and so what were some of those, it started, what did you do? Did you like, oh, okay, and I'm going to pick up a thousand pounds and be yeah. look like I am today. What, what happened here? No, I mean, I always okay. had, I always had a, um, I always liked working out. And so that was the, that was what I wanted to do. By the time I had no money or no car to get to the gym. So I started doing at-home workouts. Um, I read, I read a book, uh, uh, oh, crap. Oh, Living with a Seal. Um, it is okay. a really good book by Jesse Itzler, and it's actually how David Goggins, it's not how David Goggins became famous because David Goggins mm -hmm. was already doing a bunch of crazy shit before Jesse mm -hmm. wrote this book. But in this book, Jesse Itzler hired David Goggins. Jesse Itzler is a super successful entrepreneur. He owned an ba NBA basketball team at one point, um, but he, he hired uh, David Goggins to live with him and train him for mm -hmm. I don't remember how long. But it was a really good story, really good book, um, and it was, in that book, there um Jesse would talk about the workouts that Seal, as you would call him in the book, would have him go through. And so I wasn't doing these workouts, but it inspired me to do some workouts. And so I used to do just push-ups um, because that was a big thing that in the book, like I said, Jesse calls him Seal, but his name, David Goggins, as many of you guys probably know who he is now, he talked about push-ups. Navy being, Seal, ex-Navy Seals. Yes, yes. Right. he's talking about doing push-ups. Push-ups are the, the number one exercise, push-ups and pull-ups. And so I started just doing push-ups and pull-ups, and I would actually – do pull-ups on a tree outside because I didn't have a pull-up bar. And so I started just spending more time outside doing push-ups, pull-ups. And then I, I actually went on a run um, for the first time probably since high school um, during that time frame. And it was awful. But because of that book, you know, he talks all about, yeah. you know. Um, He's running with body. broken legs for yes. and that miles was, and miles and miles. Crazy. Yes, crazy. yes. And that was that's what would motivate me. <laughs> But yeah. I would not run for miles and miles and miles. It was like a <laughs> mile. Um, but yeah, dude, I was just, I was just getting out there and doing stuff. It wasn't anything that was structured. Um, but as I started to get in better physical shape, I found that my mental state was like getting way better um, unintentionally. Mm -hmm. You know, I had no desire to be happy because I honestly kind of given up on that to a certain degree. But I started to feel happier just naturally. I didn't mm -hmm. feel this emptiness, this loneliness. I felt like I was accomplishing things. So I felt like I had more value, not to other people, but more value to myself. I felt actually good about myself because I was able to get things done that I felt I couldn't do before. And that was all because I just started to move. You know, I just started to go for runs and move around more and I started to feel better. And that kind of led me to think like, okay, well, if I'm doing this little and starting to feel so much better from it, like what else can I do? And so, like I told you, I read the book, um, uh, audio book. I listen to a lot of audio books because my dad's a big audio book listener and he has a big, huge library of a bunch of different, you know, self-help, you know, motivational sure. speaking books. And so that's how I first found uh, Living with a Seal. Mm. And then I started looking at a bunch of other ones. He had ones in there from like Jim Rohn, which Jim Rohn's a very um, popular, I think, he, I don't know when he was around, but uh, probably like 80s, 90s, something like that, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you, yep. that sound right? Mm -hmm. And he, his books were really inspirational because, honestly, the way he talks, it's just, it gets you going, uh, the way he'd say things and stuff. And he's got a lot of wisdom. So I started listening to these books, learning and learning and learning. Um, was introduced to podcasts. Podcasts are great, uh, you know, depending, great way to learn for me because I'm definitely an audio learner. And then mm -hmm. um, a podcast like Mind Pump, um, they, they have been huge for me because they've gotten me, like, to the point where I feel... I feel like I could have like a mind pump certification just because how much I listen to them, how informative they are. And so I got, I got addicted to learning. 
um, because it felt like that next vehicle for growth, you know, not just physical, you know, getting better, but learning as well. Well, and to be honest, you know, uh, you say this to me all the time and, and exactly what you're saying, I think, exemplifies it. You know, if you're being positive, you can't be negative. Yeah. Right. You've said it before. If you give, you can't give and receive at the same time. You can't yeah. be positive and negative at the same time. You can be one or the other, but you can't be both at the same time. And and reading audio or reading, listening to audio books, uh, you know, podcasts, other inspirational people. You know, it's not necessarily because, you know, you need a little powder on your ass to make you feel better, you know, but everybody likes to hear people's positive stories, you know, yeah. and those make you feel positive. Like you said, just listening to it just motivates me, you know, listening to somebody else's struggle and somebody else's success or, you know, just somebody else's struggle sometimes is, is it's not a positive thing, but it's a positive thing for you because you're like, oh shit, I'm not alone. I'm going yeah. through, there's plenty of people going through this. I thought I was the only one. No, there's plenty right. of us going through it. We're just all scared to talk about it. We're all scared to show people our vulnerability and say, yeah, man, I'm scared of, of losing love. And I'm scared of losing, I'm scared of people not loving me. And I'm scared of people thinking that I'm, you know, whatever. We're mm-hmm. all in that same scenario. But listening to these people, reading those books, positivity in your life bring positivity in your life it yes. weighs, outweighs the negativity so yeah um, it's exactly that and I, I guess from listing all the books is like i didn't know these people personally and i wasn't hanging out with these people but because i was hanging out with nobody um there's a saying where it's you know you're the um you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most and right. i didn't have any negative influence at the time and i just only had these positive influences through these books and you know um podcasters and stuff like that and so it really just kind of opened my eyes to the way things could be for me. Um, I no longer had this, you know, like shroud of darkness around me that I couldn't see through. It was like I saw the opportunity ahead because of how how much change happened for me in a matter of just like six months of not having any negative influence and just kind of really valuing, my, valuing myself and working on myself. I got to the point where I was like, oh, shit, like life can be pretty good. Right. And right. And right. I got addicted to it. Honestly, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, like now I want to see how good this thing can get. <laughs> and so I, I, I think, honestly, this is just like for me, I didn't have a purpose before all this and I didn't think about it at the time. But I've always wanted to be a hero. You know, I, you can even say I might have like a hero complex and I, mm-hmm. I try, sometimes try to help when I shouldn't kind of thing. And I sure. think it's just because I've, I've always wanted to be a hero. I've always wanted to help make the world a better place and change people's lives. But I never felt like I had the capability to until I started learning about all this. And right. I'm not saying I've, I've got all the answers, but I feel like it's now my purpose to share what, what I have learned so that right. way I can help other people who've been in the situations like I've been, you know, where you feel like it's, it's, there's no point, you know, like I was there, I was literally at the point where I was like, I don't care about anything. And now I'm here and I care a lot <laughs> too yeah. much sometimes, but so what did you, so what did you do with all this? How did you put your tool belt together? You know, what, what yeah. was the start of, you know, because now you got all this information, you know, now you've got this realization, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal this. And I wrote this down because you say it to me sure. all the time and I'm going to steal it. You know, you found, you said that finding fitness was like a gateway drug to personal development. Exactly that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
And so after you found that purpose, you know, of helping other people and whatnot, um, now what do you do? So I started like personal development. And so then I started developing my own, um, you know, ideas, you know, from, um, just because of all the stuff I've learned, you know, I got into philosophy at 1.2. And so I got into virtues and I got into things like, you know, what, what, it, what it means to live a good life and how, what it means to, you know, be a good person. And so I started developing virtues around my life and what I believed And my, my belief is, you know, living a healthier life leads to living a happier life. Um, I, I believe that because of what I've, what I've gone through. And so I've developed these four pillars of health, ultimately the four pillars of life, health and happiness. Um, and they are movement, rest, digest, and to enjoy life. I, I feel like if you hit these four pillars and you really optimize these four things, your life will be exponentially better. Um, even if it is good now, it can be even better. Um, because for me, it was movement. I first started moving and that's when I started to feel better. Um, so just the body's made to move. You know, we have muscles for a reason. Muscles move us and we can train these muscles or we can't train these muscles. Doesn't matter, you should move. Um, and then what, what do you mean by the rest movement? that just, just that, you know, just literally move around, you know, like I, 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 I didn't do anything crazy when I first started off. I would just go for walks or I would just do pushups or I would just climb a tree. It's whatever you like to do, you should move. The body isn't made to be sedentary. And when we move, we do like our body works better. Like your lymphatic system gets worked better. Your, your digestion um, works better. So you're detoxifying and you're digesting food better and all that kind of stuff. Your body's made to move. That's quite simply put. Just um, move. You yes, don't have, to, you don't have to. I guess you don't have to lift a thousand pounds. I, no. I just, I think it's just so important for people to understand that because, it, it, maybe I'm just, maybe it's just me, but my whole life, you know, I'm 52 years old. My whole life, people told me how to work out, you know, and and, and there's Anytime Fitness, 24 hours a day, you know, and there's all these racks and these machines and these, and and it's like, ah, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm like. Just stand up and walk outside, walk down the block yeah. and back, right? Like you said, Literally. do a push up or don't stand up and sit down 10 times. It's just movement. Yeah. You, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. A baby didn't start running, right? So no, you got to start somewhere. You just, just pay attention to it and don't be so hard headed and let yourself say, I can't go to the gym. Bullshit. You don't have to just move, stand yeah. up, walk around the block. Start yeah. there, right? Exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. And so that's the first, that's my first pillar because that's where I first started. And the next thing was rest. The rest is sleep, but also just, you know, get, we're, we're, we're in a society where we live in a culture where basically we're go, 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 go 24 seven, like 110 miles per hour. And we're always in what's called the sympathetic nervous system. You know, we're always just like anxious and cortisol driven and stuff. And it's going to lead to so many different things. Like, I think that's part of the reason why I had issues is because I was always trying, trying to, to do too much. I wasn't, I was, I was lazy, but I wasn't resting. Um, right. you know, and so rest isn't just, you know, your body, but your mind, you know, you know, like I was, I was awful with being in silence. I always have, I, to this day, I still kind of struggle with it, but it, it, there's value in just having some time where you're just, nothing's going on, you know, just thoughts to yourself, being able to just have that um, to have that time to yourself to really figure out stuff about yourself. And then the next was digestion, um, with nutrition. And I think that that's important because, um, we are what you eat. I'm sure you heard it before. My mom used to say it all the time. You are what you eat. And it's just a, 
a thing I think that everyone should focus a little more on is, you know, what we're eating and, you know, realizing food isn't just for flavor or taste. It is also stuff that's going to help your body actually make more, more of yourself. Your, your cells are made of what you eat, essentially. And so if you're not eating good stuff, you're not going to be made of good stuff. Um, and then the last point was to enjoy life. There, there are studies that show that if you don't have healthy relationships, you're as unhealthy as someone who smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. And that's an actual study wow. I didn't make. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. And so um, to that point, too, is, you know, a lot of people, uh, people see it all the time, celebrities committing suicide and stuff like that. Why are these people who are famous, who have everything, so unhappy with life? Um, and that's yeah. because they aren't really enjoying life. They're, they're too focused on the, on the wrong things. And so I think that's another aspect of it. I'm going to give you a real quick example of that. We're going a little long here at Thaddeus, but we're going to keep going. Yeah. We'll just keep going. Right. We'll figure this thing out. So we're going to keep going. Okay. Um, gotcha. There's a TV show called Alone, um, yeah. and, and, it's, and I don't know if you've seen it. I just started watching it, and basically they take 10 people and they drop them in. This is Alaska. They, uh, they drop them in northern Alaska, and they give them some things to survive with. And they're survivalists. I mean, they're military survivalists. You know, they're lifelong survivalists. Some of them are. And, you know, they have all the skill set they need to hunt and fish and build shelter and so on and so forth. The one thing that gets them is loneliness. Yeah. You know, that's the name of the show, obviously. But it's the one thing that gets them. And this last show, there was a guy on there that was, he was going to be there forever. Young kid, had a girlfriend and a dog back home. He was going to be there forever because he, he ran into the woods his whole life. He had an abusive father and abusive home. And his father was an alcoholic. So he always ran in the woods to hide from it. And he was always by himself. And he was so comfortable being by himself. He's like, oh, I can be out here forever. These guys, I'm young. These guys are never going to beat me. First one out. 17 Ugh. days in, he says to himself, what in the F am I doing out here? I have everything yeah. I need back home. I've got a girlfriend. I've got my dog. I'm happy. What am I? I'm, I, I need to stop running, right? I need to stop being alone. I, I'm no longer alone. I've got yeah. it back home, so I need to stop being alone. So anyway, I thought it was super cool because that, that, that loneliness is. and that, that happiness of life is so valuable. You know, it really is. We all chase money. and We've talked about it before. You know, we all chase money. We all chase trophies. But man, I don't know anybody that sits around and hugs on their trophies that, that is as happy as a person that sits around and hugs on the person that they love. You know, mm -hmm. a, animal, person, nature, whatever yeah. it is. So anyway, um, I didn't mean to go into that, but I, I like no, these four good. pillars that, that yeah. you've created. And, and they're simple, right? Again, back to this whole thing about simplicity of what we're trying to put forth. This isn't complex. Look at us two dummies. You know, yeah. we're, this isn't complex, but people make it complex. Too many people make it complex. We mm -hmm. make it ourselves complex, but absolutely, yeah. Movement, just move, rest, mm -hmm. get some sleep. People, yeah. don't bullshit yourself and say you'll you'll rest when you're dead. Yeah, you're gonna be dead too, way too soon, right? Yeah. So sleep, digestion, stop eating bullshit McDonald's every day. Let's eat some healthy food, people, and enjoy life, right? So those yeah. are your four pillars, and and from there you found you found your purpose, right? Yeah. And your purpose is to help the world. So now that you've done all this, you've self-educated yourself. You brought yourself out. You're the phoenix, right? You brought yourself out of the yeah. ashes, right? Yeah. You created yourself almost like super bird. Follow. We can work yeah. on that. Kind of superhero he is. Kaka. <laughs> super turkey. 
<laughs> Paul's going to start working on some AI uh, uh, visuals on that one. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. But you, but you've rose from the ashes. In all honesty, you know, you you've you've taken care of yourself. Obviously, you've your your mental, your physical well being. You know, um, but it still wasn't quite yet enough, was it? You still need a little uh, bit more validation. Yeah, and yeah. So what I did guess you do? I. What'd you do? I, I, I went and I, long story short, I went and got certified. I'm not, <laughs> I am now officially um, a certified health coach. I have a national certification recognized by ISSA. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and NASM, that's International Sports Science Association and National Academy of Sports Medicine. Um, so I've now have, which, which is funny because going through those certifications, it was all things I already knew. It was just, you know, right. now I have so I have a little sticker that says like, yeah, you actually know it officially. Yeah, I knew it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now because I did it and because I went through it, I, I do have this newfound confidence that I feel I can truly help other people. Because like you said, it, it is my dream to change the world. But I'm not naive enough to know that I really can't go and do that. But I do yes, believe you that. Yes, you can. I, I, I do. You can, you, can what I, you can help change the world. Yes, you cannot yes. do it singly, but yes, you for sure can help change the world. Yes, because it is my, I, I believe, like you know, the, the only thing that people can truly change is themselves. Um, right. And so I'm not saying people need to go change themselves, but if there are, th if there are people out there that are unhappy, unhappy people, they, they oftentimes don't do good things or they, you know, they spread more unhappiness. So I want to help people be ha happier by helping them optimize their health and wellness and just feel better like, like, like I have. You know, I, right. I feel like who I am today is way different than who I was before when I was unhappy um, simply because I started focusing on my health and growing my health and working on myself and, and all that. And I, I think now I know now that I can spread that information to hopefully countless people. So that way they can have, you know, the opportunity to experience what I've experienced and one getting 1% better every day. Yes, right. Exactly. You tell that. me one percent every day. Just get one yeah. percent every day. Well, folks, guess what? It's time for the free stuff. Yes, you've heard Thad talk about everything he's been through. You you know him. You've been in here. If you haven't been into the store, please come into the store uh, and, and meet Thad. Talk to him. Um, you'll fall in love with him instantly because he's an awesome human being. Let alone all this other great information he has. But. This is where you get to benefit. That's taking all this information that he's done, all this journey that he's done and this healing and this pain and this suffering and this happiness. And he wants to help you. He mm -hmm. wants to give it to you for free. Yeah. We have free 15 minute consultations that you can sign up for and come in and sit with that one on one. Now, I know 15 minutes is a long time. But it's a beginning and you got to start somewhere. Just like we said, get up and move. Well, 15 minutes is a start. So, um, Thad, when people come in and talk to you, first of all, you got to go to our website, humanitahealthcbd.com backslash edu. That's our education page. And from there, there's a button you can click on to sign up for a consultation and, and it'll reach out to Thad. Um, he'll ask you a little bit of information just to kind of make sure we have contact and that kind of thing uh, and, and start that. But when mm -hmm. folks come in for a consultation, Thad, what what's what's kind of the what can they expect? Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> what you can expect is, uh, like, honestly, what I wrote down just to keep it make it clear is I want to help sure. personalize a pathway or just give guidance for for you to live a happier, healthier life. Um, so you know whether that's helping you realize 
things to do or things not to do, oftentimes it's also a big thing. Um, you know, I just want to help with health, fitness, supplements, nutrition, and hemp products. I want to give you guys the knowledge I have. I just want to help answer questions you have, and I want to help guide you on the right path so that way you can have the opportunity to live a healthier, happier life, like I said. Um, and I think, Thaddeus, I think that's, I think what you just said is key. I want to pinpoint that, which is guide. Like mm -hmm. I said, this is not a medical journey. This is not a, you know, this is, this is, this is help. This is guidance. You know, this is something mm -hmm. you're going to have to do yourself. You know, it is a pathway you got to go down, but yeah. you know, to have, to have someone on your side like Thad, when you're going down that pathway, someone you can check in or somebody that will check in on you, you know, someone that you can, someone that's been there, someone that's fallen down and gotten back up. That's pretty good. That's pretty good journey, buddy. So, yeah. um, Come on in, folks. Like I said, uh, check it out because um, Thad has done all this for himself, but because of his generosity, he's willing to help you with it too. Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people just take this and they just keep going and want to be better looking and want to be stronger and happier. And this is look at me, look at me, Instagram me. Thad's anything yeah. but an Instagram me. Although you see him on Instagram, folks, I want you to know yeah. I push him to be on there. I push him to take his shirt off and put him on there. He doesn't like it. But I do it because he should be proud of where he is because I know where he's been. So yeah. anyway, guys, um, that is, I, I'm going to, I'm going to stop here. We've been All going right, on not, and on for a while. This is going to, this one, is going to yeah, yeah. be a long one. Yeah. But, um, thank you, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, um, thank you. We love you. We're glad you're here. And, uh, Keep it together. Keep coming, it together. Coming Come in on. with tears, going out with tears. Come on. So gang, listen, that is it for us today. Woo. All right. I want to yes. say thanks to Thaddeus. Um, obviously as a reminder, like I said, that is, is doing a consultation. So, so go there. Um, if you do like what you're hearing, please share it. If you don't like what you're hearing, sorry. Uh, but if you do like what you're hearing, share it with your friends and family. Um, obviously yeah. follow us on Facebook and Instagram at, at half donut. That's our handle, both at Facebook and Instagram. Uh, yes. please show us a little bit of love in iTunes, uh, and give us a five-star review. So, uh, mm. again, thank you guys very much. Thaddeus, thank you very much. I'm super excited to see what we got in the future. Um, uh, me too. Peace. Love you, brother. Peace. Love you. <laughs>